to officially welcome everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Kalia Garrido and I head up events and marketing here at Great Data Minds. Um, a little bit of information about Great Data Minds. If you don't know us already, we are a collective of passionate data activists and we are on a mission to modernize the world of data. So we do this in one of two ways. The first is that we have our services arm. This is at Great Data Minds Innovation Labs. This is where we do strategic planning, education, and the deployment of critical data projects. Um, and then we also have greatdataminds.com. Now, this is where we create content and host great events, just like the ones that we, the one that we're going to do today, with transformational thought leaders. We focus on technologies. Uh, we have a lot of fun just keeping up to speed on everything that is happening in the ever-changing world of data and analytics. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. This is a webinar. Y'all know how a webinar works by now. So this means your cameras and your microphones are off, but we welcome you to use the chat, to use the Q&A um, to get involved. We'll also hold a little bit of time at the end of the session for a more formal Q&A if you um, prefer to reserve your question until that time. And so today we are excited to host this amazing conversation. Now, I am personally here trying not to geek out too hard because Derek Garrett definitely had a heavy hand in producing and engineering a lot of the music for A-list artists that I jammed out to back in my party days, like Casey and JoJo and Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. And he is also the founder and CEO of Roundhouse Multimedia, which creates immersive music environments for luxury hotels and resorts such as Nickelodeon, the Grand Hyatt, Planet Hollywood, and many others. He also does the same thing for Fortune 500 corporations, such as American Express, the Ford Motor Company, Viacom, and others. So we can see that Mr. Garrett clearly has a unique expertise and knowledge of using music to influence behavior. Most recently, Derek has founded the Zounds Music for Pets application. This is an app-based music solution that we're going to talk, talk more about today. Now, I would never forget our very own, as just as much of a legend in the world of data and analytics is our very own Mike Lampa. He is our chief data officer here at GDM, and he's also a musician in his own right, too. I'm just going to leave that right there. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to pass the mic. Welcome you both so much. Thank you for being here today. I'm so excited for this conversation. Thank you, Kalia. And uh, Derek, welcome, my friend. How are you today? I'm doing well, Mike and Kayla. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, I am really, really excited about this dialogue today. Mm -hmm. um, well, and I'll preface that with feeling incredibly blessed that we ended up crossing paths there. Um, I'm looking forward to a, an ongoing fruitful uh, friendship and relationship with you, sir. So, yeah, I, I would say, Mike, the, the feeling is definitely mutual. I, I'm really happy that our paths crossed for sure. Yeah, yeah. Very much we're going to do some fun stuff so there let's get into this um give me give us all a feel of the journey that you've gone through that culminated in the founding of zounds so yeah so i'll i'll um take you back to my i guess my music day so i i, I studied audio engineering um in in college and um, moved to New York. Back then, you had a choice. It was either New York, LA, or Nashville. I chose New York. Um, had a you know a, a pretty successful career in the '90s as a record producer and engineer, um, producing and/or engineering um, over 30, 20 million records sold, um, and had a really good run. And then Napster hit, as we all know, and I think it was like '99 and early 2000. 
and the entire record industry was disrupted. Um, the business model is turned upside down. And at that point, I transitioned into um, creating music branding uh, for, 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 for different brands. Um, so it's kind of like transitioning from jingles into actual songs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that was the beginning. And we had a great run doing that. Um, and that was actually the formation of, of Roundhouse um, back then. And Roundhouse still exists today, but what we do today is very different. Um, you know, we work with hotels and resorts creating um, music architecture experiences. But at any rate, um, so yes, we had a great run uh, at Roundhouse, um, creating music branding for years, and then the recession hit. And as we know, once the recession hit, things kind of, you know, in 2007, things turned around and, and, and that business, you know, definitely changed quite a bit. Um, and that's when I started to focus on the hotels and resorts. And that was the second birth, if you will, of Roundhouse. And that's what we're doing today. And we're leading the way um, as you know, providing music architecture for hotels and resorts throughout the Caribbean, Mexico, Central America, South America. And actually, we are um, about to expand to Europe. Um, that's actually just started just all kickstarted to happen and came to, to, to light over the past couple of weeks. Um, so at any rate, you know, about three years ago, a veterinarian friend was just kind of, you know, venting and kind of just sharing offline the fact that it was becoming more and more difficult to examine dogs and cats in the examination in, uh, room and environments because their stress levels are becoming just more and more um high it's just you know they, they i mean it's like humans they they didn't want to be in that kind of cold environment right mm. and he was saying you know what made matters worse the pet parents were blaming them saying well you know my dog or my cat they're fine at home you know it's, it's got to be on on your side it's not it's not it's not it's not my cat or dog mm. um and so it's just you know he was just really frustrated but that really you know for me, it immediately triggered, you know, I would say my three passion points, which would be, you know, music, pets, and entrepreneurship. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I was like, I know that music actually affects humans' um, behavior. Um, so I was like, I, I'm, I'm sure there's studies or some sort of research that's already been conducted that's out there that supports the same for 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 animals. And so I, you know, started to do my research online. And sure enough, I found several peer-reviewed studies that showed their specific parameters within music that actually has a common effect on both dogs and cats. However, um, what's common for cats couldn't be more opposite of what's common for dogs, just to mm-hmm. be that clear. Um, but, but, but still, uh, music actually played a major role in common both, um, both species. So, once I found these studies, I'm like, wait a minute. And so, you know, because of my audio engineering background, I was able to really understand, you know, the lingo, if you will, such as, you know, the frequencies, um, the instrumentation, the chord progressions, all that stuff, you know, all of those parameters that make up, you know, a song, um, that's what actually can have a common effect on dogs and cats. And so from there, I, you know, went into my network uh, and, and contacted some really known composers that I've worked with in the past and I presented them with those you know specific parameters and said can you create you know you know, compose music you know three to four tracks based on these parameters I don't really care about the genre I'm more concerned about you staying within these parameters and mm-hmm. so they did and so it was like four four composers that participated and out of the four two didn't quite get it but two you know they really got it and so so then I need an environment 
to be able to start to test this music. You know, I need to, you know, an environment with dogs and cats. And so I, I actually partnered with a shelter um, called, uh, named uh, Paul's Cross. And, and we started to play the music there. And over a couple, like I would say over a two month period, we would go back and forth, making changes and, and, and getting feedback. And once we finally felt like we, we, we really honed in on what was working versus what was not working, I got an email from Jennifer, the CEO saying, Derek, I walk in some days and I forget that we have dogs in here. It's so mm. quiet. And so that was enough for me to say, okay, this is, this, this is a business. <laughs> There's a, a potential yeah. business. So the next step was we, we, you know, at that point I wanted to speak with veterinarians and 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 kind of present to them what you know what their thoughts were on 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 music and using it as an alternative to meds to be able to calm pets and you know a, a, an examination environment and spoke with several um, veterinarians across the country and they all was very receptive. They knew the the studies that we were you know that were that we were using, um, but they all asked one question pretty much across the board and that was well what are what are the animal behaviors saying and i'm like uh we don't have any animal behaviors so that i immediately knew that we needed to bring in um an animal behaviorist to be able to work with us and 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 just kind of guide and directors and keep us as rooted in science as possible and so we were really fortunate to be able to bring on dr lisa radasta who's a certified animal behaviors um board certified and She's with us today. She came on as an advisor as an advisor in the very beginning. And once we got her involved, you know, that kind of accelerated things. And that was the birth of Zounds. And so when you look, you know, today we're we're we have a B2B and B2C um path in terms of our, our app platform. Mm -hmm. So in in your uh musical profession and, and career, um, I mean you knew that space, right? Uh so you pretty much knew how to navigate and flourish in that space, predominantly on gut instinct. Is that valid? Yeah, well, that's a, that's a very, very good question, Mike. So, you know, with Roundhouse, you know, in terms of providing music architecture for hotels and resorts, um, you know, I bootstrapped that from the, from the ground up. Um, and a lot of it was gut instinct, right? And so, you know, a lot of my decisions was made on gut. And I have to say, I mean, we're leading the way today, so my my gut did a did a a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. However, you know, with Zounds, I quickly found out that just relying on the gut was not going to be enough to have to you know to have a successful company. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just even starting with you know the app stores, you know Google and 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 the Apple Store being able to to gather that data. And, 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 and pull it together in a way that is digestible, where we can understand it, we can present it to our board in a way that they can understand it, was not an easy task, which is how we ended up meeting you and, and, and great data models, thank God. But I mean, it took, you know, as, and I will say this, you know, it's not like I, I, I realized the importance of, of data um, as it relates to, to, to Zounds, you know, in, in the very beginning. I mean, it took a while. I mean, we, we were probably... A year in, and that's why you know I was excited to do this, this have this conversation with you because hopefully, um, you know, if there's others out there who will be listening, who are you know, you know, creating some sort of app in in, in a startup environment, they will not make the same mistake. You know, get your analytics and and data in line from the beginning because um, it's hugely important. 
Well, I'll tell you what, that is music to my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you started to uh, touch on it a little bit, but can expand on what is the Zounds business model? So, so our business model, again, we have, we have the B2B, which is um, uh, pet professionals. So we're, we're you know, trying to, and we are getting Zounds into veterinarian hospitals. Um, that's one pet professional channel. Um, we're now working with um, boarding and, and, and uh, daycare, doggy daycare um, facilities. Um, we're also working with groomers. And we're starting to have some really um, interesting conversations um, with some, some, some leading uh, trainers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so those are the channels on the pet professional side. And then on the consumer side, we, you know, it's, it's a little bit different in terms of the app and, and, and how they're using it. Um, so on the consumer side, it's, it's based on three C's, which is um, common, connecting, and conditioning. And we have eight channels with tips that Dr. Radasta has has created within, you know, to, that you can that the, the consumer can see within the app. It's kind of like giving them tips on how to use um, each channel um, in an effective way. Mm, um, okay. So that's pretty much the, the, on the consumer side. So we have channels, for instance, a very popular channel um, on the consumer side would be scary sounds, where you know you could use it, you know, when you have loud noises in the house, thunderstorms, that sort of thing, where we're actually calming and masking, like calming the pet and masking the sound at the same time. Um, so that's a very, very popular channel. And I would say second to that channel would be um, our travel time channel, which is very popular. But, uh, but this takes us back to data and analytics, being able to track and know which channels are performing versus what channels are not performing, which allows us to be able to make you know, decisions based on data and not gut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is hugely important. So the B to C part is the pet owner, right? Um, yes. I mean, we're not we're not selling it to Fido and PP, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Gotcha. Oh, that's awesome. So, um, so in the process of testing zones, give us a little feel on that. You know, you mentioned um, some early studies and whatnot. Um, um, was there like some early certification programs you did or? So no, it was just working with the shelters and just actually receiving data from them on, you know, which songs were working versus which songs are not working. So we may one day play songs that have, you know, guitar in them versus the following day or the following week playing the song with just, you know, solo piano. And, and so we kind of played around with the, with the instrumentation of the songs, and that's how we and 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 they were able to see noticeably different you know differences you know with a guitar being in which did not work very well versus just you know a panel being played in the lower register. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 kind of how we went about determining what was working versus what was not working with getting the feedback through the shelter. Yeah, gotcha. So as we start to build out the analytics. Um, who, who are the target personas? Who are those analytic uh, consumers, if you will? Well, I mean, for, 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 for starters, you know, I would say, you know, the analytics is hugely important for, for, for us <laughs> to be able to make informed decisions. Um, because otherwise, you're, 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 you're flying the aircraft blindly if mm-hmm. you don't have proper data and analytics. So, you know, first up would be us. Um, and when I say yes, that includes our board, you know, um, 
that's hugely important for them. Um, it's also important um, for our, our you know, app development team to be able to make informed decisions and us collectively on in terms of you know what what user experiences need to be you know changed. I may feel like, hey, we sh we should add social media, but you know, is that what is the data telling us that? Mm -hmm. You know, um, and it's also important as we are now really growing our partnership base to be you know to be able to provide them with how you know data on how the the the, the app is performing what. What offerings are performing? You know, option A or option B or option C. Um, you know, so yeah, I would say across all you know pet professional channels. I mean, we we need the data as well as you know just um, in, in in many ways or or using data in many different ways internally. Gotcha. All right. So, what kind of data are we talking about here? What, what so, so data? you know, on a just even on a on a on a on a small scale, um, I would say. Just being able to know which channels are are being played the most, um, because you know if if there's a channel that's not being played at all, then you know then it's taking up real estate in the app. We may want to pull it and try another sort of conditioning or common channel um, in that space. So that would be one way. Um, the user experience overall within the app um, mm -hmm. it definitely could be used for that. Um, and then you know another very important piece is as you you know as you you know, you have all of these partnerships you want to be able to see what partnerships are working you know, or, or not working um, as you're investing time and, and resources into them. So that's that, you know, those are the type of ways that just on a, on a small scale, and we can go, you know, on the second, in the second phase, you get into, you know, behavior, like, you know, being able to know when, you know, an, an individual has fallen off the app, like, you know, if they haven't used it a certain period of time or where did they stop using it? You know that's sort of like the behavior of the actual consumer within the app. Um, mm -hmm. Being able to track that is 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 and and have data that sort of data is hugely important. Um, and 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 the animals themselves is are there some data elements around the the animals that the songs are being played to that you're aware of? Well, that you need to be aware. Of? Well, yeah. I mean, at this point, we're you know again, we wanted to you you want to keep the 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 app as basic as possible in the beginning, just to, to, to make sure you have a solid foundation before you start building it out, which mm -hmm. I've learned. Um, Cause in the beginning, I'm like, I just throw everything in the pot. But <laughs> I realized that wasn't the way to, 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 to go. Um, but what I would say is, you know, it, it, it would be, it's, it's ideal to be able to track just, you know, how you, how, again, I think the, the, the user experience is hugely important. Being able to follow how an individual is, is, is using the app, I think, is, is hugely important. Yeah, no, I can see that definitely, especially as you, as you start to build your base. Right. right. And then, and just to, to, to complete the thought, in terms of, you know, on the animal side, you know, ultimately we would love, and, and we're, you know, with you, with the help of Great Data Minds, we're working towards being able to, um, you know, have the pet parent enter certain information such as the weight of the dog the breed of the dog um you know um maybe what sort of dog food they're 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 eating and mm -hmm. be able to utilize that data to be able to help um drive the 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 the, the consumer the pet parent to this to certain channels based on the, the 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 information and the data that they are providing us and eventually be able to have some sort of algorithm that's driving that that's where we want and you and i've been speaking about this for mm -hmm. probably the past couple of months now, 
Um, that's really where we want to be. But again, we first need to get the basic, you know, data happening and 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 and, and being able to report that, and then move into to more of the the animal behavioral and that sort of stuff. Okay. Right. Boy, as you're sharing that too, I'm you know, my mind's like, holy cow! There, there's a there is a wealth of opportunity there. You mentioned, you know, like what what dog food to do, you know, what shampoo are they using? Right. Right. You know, that starts to open up the door for the pet product manufacturers. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so that's exactly. awesome. Yes. And that's where I mean, and, and I think, you know, again, you know, you and I've been speaking about it quite, quite frequently. And I think that we can get there. I mean, you know, um, again, once we get this, the, 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 the data foundation solid, mm. I think we'll, we'll be able to get there. Yeah. So um, it's not just for dogs then. No. Zounds. So, so Zounds have a dedicated cat channel and a dedicated dog channel, because as I was saying earlier on, um, the dog and cat music could not be more opposite. In fact, mm -hmm. if you play the cat music, Zounds music for the dogs, it actually have a negative impact um, on the dog mm -hmm. because cats are actually calm by higher frequencies, which is total opposite of what's calm in the dogs. Mm, interesting but, so yeah so it's actually an issue to play the cat music for dogs and so people we always get the question well what do we do you know if we have both a cat and a dog we recommend playing the dog music because the cat you know they are well the dog music is not going to have a negative impact on them and it, it's not going to calm them in the same way as as their uh, species specific music will but it's not going to have an adverse effect which is which is most important yeah i got you <laughs> so Dogs don't like that techno music. Eh? <laughs> well, well, I guess I align to the soul of the dog then, because I'm 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 into minors and minor sevens and right. yeah. there you go. That's right. Great. Um, how about uh, down the road? Are you thinking about expanding it into other kinds of species of animals? Yes, uh, very much so. Um, that's another conversation that that's actually starting to be accelerated um, and and. The logical, the next logical um, species for us will be horses. Mm. Equine, yeah, that's that's our. Um, I've, in fact, we've we've already started the research and and that sort of stuff. Yes, mm -hmm. that's cool. So, so how how did you get to all the findings? We we kind of touched on it before. Um, there were some studies done. You got a behavioral scientist um, uh, helping you uh, with guidance and and. Uh, uh, you know, overall approach and whatnot. Um, are there other elements that, that led you to the findings that you're starting to realize now? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it, Mike, is just you know, you know, learning by 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 error. I mean, trial by error, right? I mean, mm -hmm. um, you know, when you when you whenever you, as a founder, whenever you launch, you know, a startup, you think that you know, oh, we're gonna be up and running, we're gonna be killing it in six months. Right. That's never the case, and especially with 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 this case, it was the same. It was very similar with Roundhouse, and that is, you know, while there are, you know, you know, I guess a couple of companies that are that are out there who's doing something similar, not in quite the way that we're doing it, um, which means there's no real historical data for us to go on. Right. So no real historical data for us to go on. There's no other way to do it to, to learn, but but trial by error, right? Right. You, you learn. So I mean. You know, I, I mean, I think we're in a great place today for sure. Um, 
are we where I thought we would be when I when you know when we launched two and a half years ago? No. Um, but we're in a great place. And and I think that the learning that we've gotten, um, you know, before meeting you guys, you know, you guys have been amazing, but the learning that we've gotten through, you know, just going out there and doing it has been has been great. Yeah. You know, something we said uh, about, you know, learning, learning by doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, 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 we so prescribe to that. It's a, you know, a lot of people say fail fast, but fail really means fast attempts at in, in, incremental learning, fast attempts at incremental learning. Right. right. <laughs> it ain't a failure. I'm learning. <laughs> learning by doing. Right? So, all right. So, pop quiz for you. What's your enabling technology? Ooh, what's our enabling technology? Mm. You can throw out a lifeline. <laughs> I, I was, I don't know. I, like, that's a, that's a tough one. Uh, well, let me help you out a little bit. That, yeah. that, uh, go ahead. Yeah, um, so we're, we're using uh, the Google Cloud Platform technologies for sure. You already are. Um, well, I by... yeah, I, I wasn't classifying that as technology, but if you want to count, I mean, that's by hands. I mean, hands down. Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that's where you're going in terms of being able to maneuver within, you know, within the app platform and the, I mm -hmm. guess it's Firebase, which I'm, when it comes down to stuff, I'm a little lost, but. Um, yeah, that, I mean, by far it is, I would say it's, it's definitely, um, an enabler for us in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And then being able to pull all those data points off of the, the, uh, uh app stores is incredibly important. Yeah. Right. Because you would think that like, my thoughts in the very beginning was, you know, you, you go in there and everything is laid out nice and pretty and you, you know, it's easy to, to understand and digest, but you know, you you it's 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 not easy and then the no. other piece is you you know um especially like when you're when you're presenting to your board members you know they just want to hear the, the 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 high level big picture you they don't want to hear well from apple we have this from google we have this they don't want to hear fragmented like that they just want you to present to them this is what it is this is how we're doing and i i could not believe how much of a challenge um it was in the early early days it's still a challenge mm -hmm. um to be able to pull all this data together. Yeah, you're in great company. Um, there are so many companies we work with struggling with the same very, uh, very, very same problem set. I've got disparate data and I need to bring it together so that I can get better information so I can take actionable insight. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, on the analytics side, we're going to be using the GCP technologies, BigQuery, uh, Google Analytics, the data services from, from uh, GCP. And then on the visualization side, we're going to start with Data Studio, Google Data Studio. Ultimately, though, as you want to start offering analytics out to your channel uh, partners and your whole ecosystem from your customers to the to the channels, we'll probably start considering technologies that enable this natural search experience uh, to ask a question and get the, the visualization results back. Um, so we'll probably lean into ThoughtSpot later on once we're we get our data foundation nailed down. So, so, so I will say this: whoever's out there that who, who whoever's out there listening right now, again, I can't stress enough. 
find, and this is not a plug for great data mines, regardless of it's great data mines or whoever it may be, get the help in the very mm. because everything that Mike just said over the past like 30 minutes, I, you know, what do I know? But the, what I do know, I need that data. But mm. you know, the, the query, dairy, and all that stuff, I may not know that. You know, I might not be smart enough to know that, but I'm smart enough to know that I the data is hugely important and we need it. We're gonna have to develop a query dairy jingle. <laughs> so the folks for the folks listening in, do we have any kind of calls of action, Derek, that we can share with them? Yes. Let's see here. So um in terms of our 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 Facebook, um, you can go to Zounds uh, Music for Pets. That's also our handle for Instagram and LinkedIn. Um, um, and then for our website, you can do Zounds for Pets. We shortened it up a little bit, .com. Mm -hmm. Great, great. And I'm putting that into the chat too so that everybody can see it there. And then yeah. I know you also have, we've, we have a coupon code. We got a code from your team that's gonna allow people a 14 day uh, access to the application. Oh, great. Awesome. awesome. Well, I'm gonna put that in the, I'm put that in the chat too. Let's put that in the chat too. Put that in the chat. There you go. I, I mean, I personally, this is all so fascinating. I love, first of all, it's hilarious. Anybody who is a dog or cat owner, anybody who lives on planet earth, <laughs> to know that cats like techno music and dogs don't like they like a totally different thing like that is just so perfect well, uh, but i mean i will say this i'm sorry to interrupt so i wouldn't say techno music because we we definitely pride ourselves on not using genres because at the end of the day yeah cats, they do not understand genres of music now right. a song within a certain genre or any genre if it falls within the parameters then it it, it can work but yeah it's, it's hit or miss. And that's one of the things that we focus on at Zounds. We don't, we don't even like to use the word genre. Um, uh, we focus high on- High frequency. Yes. You said well, high frequency. What the parameters, like the chord progression. But it's okay. But I, wanna, I don't want people thinking that if there's technical mu techno music that's working for the cats. All the techno songs for my little That's awesome. But I mean, on the on on the in in the truth of it, like there are a lot of pets that I I know personally that are anxious or like really have trouble or like you you mentioned during a thunderstorm. I know specifically, like I mean, I have a horror story about what a dog did to himself during, a, you know, the Fourth of July. Like it's it can be really really traumatizing for them. So this is this is fantastic. And what you said about like I have to take I have um, two little cats and I, they have to go to the vet next week i'm already there's already a level of anxiety that starts to pop mm -hmm. up because you're like oh my god they're so good at home but now it's, you know they're going to be traumatized just like when we have to go do something super outside of your comfort zone too so i think the it's like hats off to the work that you're doing i think it's really it's really important yeah thank you so much thank you yeah and i, I don't know if i mentioned well i don't think i did but we also have the harmony project um, and the hardening project is really dear to my heart that, you know, we sounds as far as I'm concerned, started in a shelter environment. Um, mm -hmm. and when you go into a shelter, I mean, it's just, I mean, they're, it's, it's not a great environment, right? I mean, it's, it's cold. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the harmony project was founded on the idea of, of helping the pets, cats and dogs within the shelter environment to, 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 to help calm them help make the environment as, as, as pleasant for them as possible. And as a result of that, B 
be able to be adopted sooner, right? Yeah. And then there's another piece where we are working with the shelters now. We have a um, a, a Zounds certification program that we're um, testing to make part of the adoption process because we need to better educate the pet parents mm-hmm. um, on not. And it's not in the certification is not just about Zounds. It's a it's a checklist. But we want to we're, we're doing this to better educate the the pet parents the importance uh, on on educate them on the importance of that transition you know, from the shelter and, and, and into the home. Like those, that, that's, a, you know, it's really important to start off on the right foot. And so Zounds, we want Zounds to be able to play a role in that. Um, and not to say that Zounds is the only piece to the, to the puzzle, but it's one of the pieces. And that is, you know, from the moment that pet is in the car, when the pet parent comes to adopt mm-hmm. that pet, dog or cat, Zounds should be played in that car because Zounds is the only common thread between mm-hmm. the shelter and that yeah. car, and mm. and and our thinking, and it doesn't stop there because the 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 better that transition, the smoother that transition can be into the home for the pet parent and the pet. Our ultimate hope and goal is for that pet not to have to return back to the shelter. Yeah. So we are really, you know, that. So so with with the Zounds, you can nominate a shelter. I mean, I'm sorry, with the Harmony Project, you can nom- nominate a shelter anywhere in the country. Um, as long as they have a 501c, you know, we have a, you know, a, a very short vetting process. And not only are we giving them Zounds for free, we're also providing them with the speaker hardware mm-hmm. um, as well. So for us, it's not just, you know, us checking the corporate citizenship box. We really, um, we really, really believe in the, in the Harmony Project and, 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 and helping what we consider to be underprivileged dogs and cats and shelters and rescues, by the way. Yeah. Well, I, I can't uh, emphasize enough the cause that underpins your mission is so near and dear to our hearts. So uh, what a great, great gift and service you're doing for all of society. So thank you so much for that, Derek. Really appreciate it, sir. Well, well, listen, you guys are contributing because, you know, you're everything that you're doing to help us on the data, on the data side and the analytics, it's, it's, you know, it's helping us towards that goal, you know, um, Mm -hmm. So, so we appreciate everything that Great Data Minds or you know, everything that you guys are doing for us. Yeah, group hug, group hug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Derek, what a, what a pleasure visiting with you again. So thank you so much for sharing uh, your vision and your your business. And I hope people take advantage of the, uh, the coupon code and try your product out. Great, thank you all so much. We really, really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.